Addie on Demand, Episode 1. Hey guys, it's your host, Addie Lyon. Welcome back to another episode of Addie on Demand, where I talk everything politics. This is the first episode of the new series I'm doing called Wondrous Women, where each episode I focus on a different woman and her impact on politics. On this very first episode, we are going to focus on the one, the only, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, or RBG for short. All right, a little background. Ruth Bader Ginsburg led a life dedicated to fighting against gender discrimination. According to Oyes.org, Ginsburg graduated first in her class at Columbia Law in 1959, after three previous years at Harvard Law. Ginsburg accepted a professor job at Columbia University in 1972. She also directed the influential Women's Rights Project of the American Civil Liberties Union in the 1970s. In this position, she led the fight against gender discrimination and successfully argued six cases before the U.S. Supreme Court. We'll go over these cases in more detail later. In 1980, Ginsburg was appointed to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia, and she served there for 13 years. And in 1993, Ginsburg was nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court by Bill Clinton. RBG has always been passionate about human rights and protecting those rights, like in this address from April 1998. The 14th Amendment confers citizenship on all persons born in the United States, and it commands, no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges and immunities of the citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deny to any person the equal protection of the law. RBG always has strong evidence-based arguments like she just demonstrated in the audio clip. These skills are what helped her argue and win so many of her cases, and it's also what won her over with the public. All right, let's go into more detail. In landmark cases, Ginsburg argued as an attorney. First, Dern v. Missouri decided in 1978. It questioned if Jackson County's practice of automatically exempting women from jury duty on request violated the 6th and 14th Amendment. Ginsburg won the case 8-1 to in favor of Duran. This case was a preview for what was to come in Ginsburg's career in fighting gender discrimination. Another landmark case that laid the groundwork of more to come was Weinberger v. Weisenfeld, decided in 1974. Ginsburg argued and won on behalf of a male plaintiff, Stephen Weisenfeld, and according to Stephanie Buck on her article about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the case questioned whether gender-based distinction in social security benefits violated the due process clause of the Fifth Amendment. Ginsburg won unanimously and, through the case, legitimized women's payments in the social security system. Ginsburg argued gender equality cases on behalf of male plaintiffs, like Weinberger v. Wasenfeld, to start to imply the need for a precedent for gender equality arguments. This precedent was put into place by the case Craig v. Bourne decided in 1976, which, according to Oyes.org, questioned if an Oklahoma statute violated the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause 
by establishing different drinking ages for men and women. Ginsburg won the case 7-2, and the intermediate scrutiny precedent was put into place and will be used on future cases relating to gender. Ginsburg also had many landmark cases as a Supreme Court justice that fought gender discrimination, like Ledbetter v. Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company, decided in 2007, where, according to Oyas.org, the plaintiff, a female worker being paid significantly less than males with her same qualification, sued under Title VII but was denied relief under a statute of limitations issue. Ginsburg unfortunately lost the case, but that did not stop her from taking action. She worked with President Obama to pass the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act of 2009, which has made it easier for women to challenge unequal pay. And let's talk about the countless barriers Ginsburg broke. She was the second woman Supreme Court justice, she was one of the only women in her law school, and she was the first female professor at Columbia to be tenured. These obstacles she's overcame made it easier for future women to succeed in those positions. Looking back, Ginsburg wouldn't have changed any of these setbacks, though. In her interview with NPR's Nina Totenberg in 2019, she says, So, I'll tell you what Justice O'Connor once said to me. She said, suppose we had been, we had come of age at a time when women lawyers were welcome at the bar. You know what? Today we would be retired partners from some large law firm. But because that was, route was not open to us, we had to find another way, and we both end up on the United States Supreme, Supreme Court. The sound clip really demonstrates that the struggle she went through made her the wonderful, influential person she was, and she inspired others to do the same and overcome those challenges to be your own person. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a leading voice for gender equality, women's interests, civil rights, and civil liberties, and she made a big impact with this voice. The cases we've already discussed in this episode contribute significantly to that impact by expanding people's rights. Like Weinberger v. Weisenfeld legitimized women's payments in the social security system. Or a big one would be Craig v. Boren because it created a whole new level of scrutiny for cases and now gender equality cases are taken more seriously and are dealt with more appropriately. And another huge case that I just mentioned is Ledbetter v. Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. And it may not have been successful in court, but it did lead to legislation that makes it easier for women to challenge unequal pay. All right, this has been Adding on Demand, and that concludes our very first episode in the new series, Wondrous Women, where every week we focus on a different woman and her impact on politics. Thanks for watching, and make sure to subscribe to hear future episodes.